Welcome to the new episode of the BC Real Estate Review, a podcast that discusses the news, trends, and overall what's happening in the British Columbia real estate scene, with a primary focus in Vancouver. We want to take the view from both the real estate housing side, but also from the mortgage side. We want to provide a full overview of the real estate scene with good education, solid tips that can help you make sense of everything as you move along your own home buying journey. As we are in the grips of COVID-19, there appears to be some good news on the horizon. The economic recovery and COVID vaccines are proceeding at a healthy pace. BC can expect a very hot 2021 housing market. In its latest housing forecast update covering the first quarter of this year, the BC REA, or the British Columbia Real Estate Association, said that the province's residential sales will likely grow by 15.6% to 108,680 units in 2021, before a 9% decline to 98,850 units in 2022. Similarly, the average price will see a 7.7% increase to 842,000 this year, followed by a 3% uptick to 867,000 in 2022. A major driver of these trends is the below average inventory of homes available for potential buyers. Prices will continue to increase until a potential easing off in the spring and summer when new housing supply becomes available. Increased spending and greater confidence in the market is expected to propel BC's economic growth to its best showing in years, propelling the recovery of the province's labor market. Rates will remain low as last week the Bank of Canada announced that there will be no rate increase to their overnight rate, meaning in the mortgage world, variable rates will stay the same. There was speculation since late December 2020 that there would be a smaller rate drop or a micro cut, but this did not actually happen. Instead, the Bank of Canada reiterated that it will hold rates at the effective lower bound of 0.25 until economic slack is absorbed and 2% inflation can be sustainably achieved, basically until economic recovery is well underway. Further clarifying its expected timeline, the Bank of Canada added, in our projection, this does not happen until 2023. They reiterated that it will continue its quantitative easing program, but it will taper off its bond purchases accordingly once the recovery is well underway. There appears to be some speculation that there may be an earlier rate increase by late 22, but this is only a couple of months at most difference from the Bank of Canada's original projection of 2023. For those looking for guidance in terms of fixed versus variable rate selection, rate spies Rob McClister says the Bank of Canada statement does nothing if it does not reinforce one thing. Variable rate holders will continue to enjoy many more months in the sun, but the least risky path for average homeowners is the five-year fixed from a fair penalty lender, one with flexible refinance options. As you have likely noticed that the five-year fixed rates remain at historic lows, guaranteeing rate security through 2026 for those worried about rate increases with a floating rate, despite variable rates offering roughly 30 points discount versus comparable fixed rates. As always, be sure to work with a mortgage broker that can walk you through all the different options so you can feel comfortable with your mortgage selection. First up, before we get into my interview, I wanted to quickly mention the changing economy out there, and I have a quick story too. My buddy recently lost his job due to COVID-19, and he was strapped for a bit of cash to help his kids. He looked and looked and had a ton of trouble finding something. He started looking online, and he found a cool company called Work Briefly, who is actually today's sponsor. As he went through their site, he got himself sorted in a couple of minutes, and then he got placed onto their app. He was then ready to go right away. He found a place to make some quick cash, and it sounded like a huge lifesaver for him. If you need a bit of help and want to get set up on the gig economy, you should give Work Briefly a shot. Check them out online at workbriefly.com. 
Potential buyers often wonder early on in their home buying journey about potential realtors and experts to work with. Often they select a realtor that lives nearby or they may know the person, he or she is a family friend or something along those parameters. This is a sound strategy as you have something in common and you can build a relationship quickly with someone that you know and trust. However, there is more to this decision than simply just selecting a name or someone that might be familiar to you. It is vitally important during your own home buyer journey is that you think of not only the next year or two, but also years five, 10, 20, and beyond. A potential buyer needs to know more about the neighborhoods, the communities, the schools, the demographics, and everything that is awesome about your next home, neighborhood, and surrounding area. That's where my guest comes in, Tara Slade, a rock star realtor in Maple Ridge and Pitt Meadows. She knows where it's at and knows where you should be thinking and what you should be thinking about when purchasing your next home for you and your family. I suggest listen to her. You and your 20 year later self will thank you for it. So Tara, please say hi. Hi. Great. Thank you. You did it literally exactly as I asked. Thank you. You said hi. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. <laughs> Perfect. We are inter- we are starting off on a roll. Love it. Tell me <laughs> tell me more about you. Like what who are you? What's your jam? Okay, well, of course, I'm a real estate agent with Stonehouse Realty, but I am also a wife, a mom, a daughter, a friend, a community volunteer, the list kind of goes on. So these days, we all know life is busy, and so it's currently filled with family and work. So I try to create some kind of balance. I find that my kids and my husband and I, we love to try to connect and get out together so we are fortunate enough to live in bc and we go out and we pack up our trailer and do as much camping as possible when we can i am a fifth generation vancouverite so i have a large family that lives around the lower mainland and not currently right now but generally we love to spend a lot of time together and i am definitely looking forward to getting back to that that's great. You like to camp? Where do you camp? Uh, we go all over, but some of our pl- favorite places are actually on Vancouver Island. Um, there's some really kind of small little lakes and stuff that we have come across the last few years that just really kind of let you go and disconnect because they don't have service and they don't, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people up there. So it's it's great. Oh, that's awesome. You mentioned earlier that you're part of Stonehouse Realty. That's not a name that necessarily everyone's heard of. It's not quite the Remax, so to speak. Can you share a little bit more about who Stonehouse is? For sure. Stonehouse, um, it's a newer brokerage, uh, but it's it's a growing brokerage. It's definitely probably one of the fastest growing brokerages in BC right now. They have three offices, one in Coquitlam, one in Langley, and they just opened one up in Victoria. I'm not even going to try to quote how many agents there are, as it seems that daily there are new welcomes. So I think that the last I heard, we were about 130, but it could be bigger than that. I think that what makes Stonehouse stand out is you've got really seasoned agents that work with Stonehouse, and you've got new agents, but everyone really works together so it's a very proactive innovative kind of family culture at Stonehouse so it's inspiring and motivating it's different than when you work in just a big brokerage and you can sometimes get lost in the shuffle and at Stonehouse you don't you don't feel that it doesn't happen you feel like you're part of a family so to speak completely completely there's yeah it's you have access to everybody there's no secrets at Stonehouse so everybody helps everybody be successful there's there's no competition so you find you find that that helps you when you connect with your own clients that instead of having that internal struggle at your office, so to speak, you're able to translate that ease and that expertise that you have with this whole army of people that are willing to help you and your clients. Do you have that same sort of mentality when you connect with your own clients? 
Of course, I think that that's key to business is that you have to have that connection and, and comfortability with people. That's awesome. Now, can you share with me a little bit more about who you are in the process? Your main areas you mentioned to me before were Maple Ridge and Pitt Meadows. Is there more to it than that? Are there other areas as well, just to kind of make sure that we kind of grasp everything here? Yes. So, I mean, the one thing for, for BC Realtors is that we are licensed to sell real estate throughout BC. Right. So really, we could go anywhere in the region. I live in Pimatos, so majority of my work is done in Pimatos and Maple Ridge. A lot of this, you know, services are, are combined between the two cities. So it feels like it actually is one big area, but it's two cities. However, that doesn't restrict me. I've been fortunate enough to have lived throughout many areas of the lower mainland. So I know them and obviously having family that lives throughout the lower mainland, I'm quite com comfortable. So I can really go anywhere and I do except for Richmond. And that's only because I don't know it and I get lost there. So I wouldn't want to take clients there and we just spend the whole day lost. So I think it's a disservice to them. So Richmond's probably the only area that I have never been able to figure out. So that's the only area that I'd say no to. <laughs> right. And that makes sense. And can you share with me then if I'm a potential buyer or a potential client, why would it be important to work with somebody that really knows their specific neighborhood, their specific area so well. Yeah, and I think that there's kind of two sides to look at it, right? Like I think that we can say to only go with someone who knows the area, but again, I may know the area, I may not live in the area, but I may know the area. I may also be the type of real estate agent that will really investigate the area or do a lot of business in the area. So there's, there's, you know, there's different elements of who can be an expert in that area. But I think that the most important thing is, is that you want to make sure that whoever you're working with, that they're knowledgeable. As you mentioned earlier, that you want to make sure who you're working with knows long-term what's going to happen. Most people don't buy homes with the intent of only being there for one or two years. So if the community is going to change or if your family circumstances are going to change, maybe you're growing your family or your family is, you know, moving on and you're going to become empty nesters or whatever that might be, you want to make sure that where you're living is going to suit your circumstances and your family needs. And so an agent that is extremely familiar with the city, the community, the neighborhood that you're going to is what you need for that. And that's why I think that it's important to, to have a, a local expert. That makes sense. If I'm, say, looking in Maple Ridge, you mentioned Maple Ridge, Pet Meadows, that's your area. Tell me more about that area then. So Maple Ridge and Pimatos, it's interesting because they're two separate cities, but lots of people think that they're combined. Many people don't actually know where Pitt Meadows is. If people coming from North Vancouver and, and different areas, they will kind of be confused because Pitt Meadows is this tiny little dot in between Port Coquitlam and Maple Ridge. And people tend to think it pretty much Pitt Meadows and Maple Ridge is, is one combined city. Uh, they do have a lot of combined services. So for example, the school district is combined. A lot of the kids' sports and activities are combined, but they are two separate cities you pay different taxes, you have different city services, etc. What can happen is, um, you know, people have different stereotypes. They've heard different things about Maple Ridge and stuff, but there's some really fantastic communities to live in, in Maple Ridge. And I think that having someone who knows the area is key to helping you look in that area. So who's moving there? Who's moving to Maple Ridge and Pit Meadows? Yeah. Um, everyone. Everyone's moving to Maple Ridge and Feta. There's no specific demographic, but I would say it's a lot of families, especially in the last year. So obviously people have spent a lot of time in the last year reevaluating where they're living and what they're doing. Their home circumstances have changed. A lot of people are working from home. So we're seeing a lot of people move into the area and predominantly it's for, for space, whether that be living space or yard space or green space, but that's what they're coming to the area for. And that's what you can find in Pit Meadows and Maple Ridge. 
rich. There are some, you know, amazing places to go. We've got Golden Ears Park. We have Alouette Lake. We have the rivers. We've got amazing walking trails along the rivers. So people can really kind of get out and do things. There, there's a lot of activities that people have been able to be engaged in throughout the last year when we're not able to do the things that we normally want to do. So I think that that's the draw is that people can get more. It used to be we could get more for a lot less, but that's not necessarily the case because the market is on fire here. So nothing stays on and everything is going into multiples and, and large multiples with, you know, the last one I heard was just over $200,000 over asking price. So it's, it's a bit of a crazy market. Wow, $200,000 over asking, that's huge. Can you share with me then, if I'm moving to Maple Ridge, I'm a young family, and I want to head out there. Things that I'm always consider that I need to know more about then would be what kind of communities are in Maple Ridge? It's kind of easy to say, well, Maple Ridge is an area. Well, but there's neighborhoods and there's communities and there's areas within Maple Ridge that really make up the whole Maple Ridge, so to speak, in Pitt Meadows. Can you share with me a little bit more about those communities, the great schools that are there, anything like that? Yeah, I think that one thing that's great about both Pitt Meadows and Maple Ridge, as I mentioned, the school district is combined. So there are great schools, but what I lo- uh, what I love and what I, I think people are drawn to is that there's also schools for different for different children's needs. So in the elementary school level, we've got a Montessori school, we've got an environmental school, there's a Christian school. So there's there's different you know there's different schools that that adapt to children's needs. So that also can impact. Obviously, they're not in every community. So if those are something, if you were wanting to get your child into a French immersion school, we're going to look at where those are there are four of them so what what best community a neighborhood around that school to look at uh at the high school level again every high school kind of offers different different services and and different courses that are targeted towards certain kids needs different learning styles um so Again, it's important to talk to your clients and figure out what is important for them, and then you can place it around the schools. So, uh, and then when it comes to services, there's a lot of family services. I think that that's one of the things that I know I was drawn to when I moved here was just the number of services, whether it's for babies or, you know, teenagers. There's a lot of things that are available for them. That's great. Since you've been living in the area for a while, can you share some cool places, some great little spots? What's a place that only a local would know? place that only a local would know it's it's funny i used to think that there were many but it seems that in the last little while our little hidden gems have become very popular and people are are coming out more and more so but i think if you look in pit meadows osprey village is kind of a local little place but more and more people are coming to it but it's this cute little community that's right down on the river it's got you know, a, a flower shop, it's got daycares, it's got a hair salon, it's got a community center, it's got parks, and then it has this beautiful walkway that goes all the way along the river and um, that meets up to the dike. So it, it's quite beautiful. You walk through the forest. So I would say that that was definitely one of our one of our hidden gems over the last few months. It's become more popular, but I would definitely say that's a hidden gem in Pit Meadows. Fantastic. You mentioned that many more people are moving out that way, many more young families. You mentioned before that, you know, there are a few subtle ways that people have described Maple Ridge over the years. And how has that changed over the last, say, five years? Um, I think it's changed because it's, it is more and more families. And so when you have more families move in, um, everybody wants the best for their family, right? So everyone 
kind of is working together to make their communities and their neighborhoods the best place to live. And I think that that's one of the things about Pit Meadows and Maple Ridge, no matter what area you're in, because if you speak to anybody, if they live in Hammond, they think Hammond is the most amazing place to live and it's fantastic. If they live in Silver Valley, they're going to say Silver Valley is amazing. If they live in Albion, they're going to love Albion. So generally you don't find people in those neighborhoods that don't love their neighborhood. But I, I think that it's because everybody that's moving there is moving there with, with the same feeling. They, they want the same thing. They want a great place for their kids to grow up in. So I think that the benefit of being in Maple Ridge and Pitt Meadows is that you kind of have this small town feeling still where everyone knows their neighbors. You know, you can't go to the grocery store without probably running into somebody, you know, if right. I saw a, a chat today on Facebook and it was someone who had just moved into one community. And so she was saying how happy and excited she was to meet there. And, you know, that her and her husband had moved in and they're a three-year-old and six-month-old. And there were just a ton of responses welcoming them to the neighborhood, but also saying, I have a three-year-old. We should meet at the park someday. So it, it's a, you know, I think that to have that sense of community and belonging, people get that in Maple Ridge and Palmettos. And that's something that's key for people, I think, these days. That's great. What sets you apart from the regular realtor that is maybe unfamiliar with Maple Ridge? So in this case, as we suggested, you really know the area. Can you share a little bit more about that and what your process is when you deal with clients to help them see the right neighborhood for themselves? As realtors, a lot of us do the, the the same kind of process, right? So, but I think for me, one thing that's always key is I get to know my clients. I talk to my clients. I don't just ask a standard, you know, list of questions, but I really kind of dig down to get to know them. I always joke with my clients and say that throughout the next process, we're going to, you know, whether this takes one week or two years, I'm really going to get to know you and throw it. You're probably going to think of me as, you know, a therapist, an advisor. But most importantly, I hope they think of me as a friend um, and I get them to open up. And you can see as, as I start to build relationships with my clients, the more they open up to me. It really helps me understand what they're looking for, what their true needs are, what their family circumstances are. And when I get that from people, then I can really help them guide them to the areas that I know that are going to be the right place for them. Right. If there's somebody who is, you know, wanting a newer home, but doesn't want to have to drive to everything and wants local services, then there's certain areas that I'm going to say are beautiful because they have, you know, brand new, beautiful homes that you're going to be drawn to, but they're not going to work for what you're looking for. So let's look at some different areas, right? And so I think that that's a big key element to my process is, is really getting to know people and matching what their true needs are to the communities that are available for them to live in. That's great. Can you share then what's your best story ever? My best story ever. I... Yeah, I think that it's hard. Like I have, I have so many stories because I mean, I could be that, you know, I, I've got funny stories yeah. <laughs> of whether that be, you know, having to walk dogs or my client had this big massive dog and I couldn't get him in my car and right. So I've done things like that because I, I will, like I said, I do anything to help my clients, whether they're buying or selling. But I think for me, the best story is a win-win story. It's a win where I know that if I'm bringing buyers in, they are, I found them that house, whatever their dream or accomplishment is at that time, I've got it for them. And when I can walk away and, and see how happy they are, that's a win. That's a win for them. It's a win for me. So that's a you know, a best story. And the same for my sellers, right? I think for sellers, um, it's emotional. Real estate's emotional, whether you're buying or selling. And I think so for sellers, they want to know who's moving into their home. They want to, you know, they want to know that if they've raised a family there, if someone else is coming in there, they wanted them to enjoy it as much as they did. And I think that when I can see how happy a seller is about who's coming into their home and then moving on to the next chapter of their lives, again, that's a win. So I think those are my best stories is every client's story at some point is gonna top it, right? So as long as, as, long as everybody is happy in the end, that's good. Not everybody's moving for reasons of happiness, right? So 
But in the end, if you can get everyone to to be happy and positive and excited about what's happening next for them, that's my best story. That's great. Do you have one specific one? Yeah, it's it's hard because there's so many different elements and there's some that I would say, but they're pretty personal as well. Uh, not necessarily just to me, but to my clients. So yeah, I think for me, my best stories are just, they are, it's just when I can see how happy my clients are. And most of my clients become friends. So it's not like I don't know what's happening after they've what after the deal's done and we we go on our way and you know I just don't hear from them once a year or whatever uh, we become friends and so I feel like I become part of their lives they become a part of my lives. So one of them would be that I had a client and they really wanted a vacation home and so <laughs> we packed up and I went with them usually I wouldn't do this this goes against what we've been talking about but I've known these people for 20 plus years they wanted to buy vacation property in a place that I had actually lived. So I knew where they were going. I, I've been there many a times. Uh, so we packed up and spent the weekend looking at houses, looking at properties. We found the perfect house, the perfect property. And now I get to vacation there once a year. So <laughs> that's a good story. That's a good story. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Tara. I really appreciate it. And it was really great chatting with you. For those who've just checked in or maybe busy doing multiple things at once, you know, do you have a golden ticket takeaway? Like one thing that the listener can walk away with that would immediately help them. What do you think? My golden ticket takeaway. Just the key I think is pick a real estate agent that you can work with, you can relate to, you can trust. One that's knowledgeable, has got your best interest at heart, is gonna find you what's the most important thing for you, for your family, for your circumstance. And if you are changing communities, really, really research where you're going. Amazing. If anyone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? They can find me, my website is terraslade.com. I'm obviously, I'm on Stonehouse Realty's website. They can reach out to me. My phone number is 778-288-2455. And I have my phone with me at all times. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Awesome. If anyone want to get a hold of me for your next mortgage, feel free to connect with me anytime at kofskymortgage.ca. I'm more than happy to help. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Bye, Jordan. <laughs> Bye, Tara. <laughs>